Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. The criminal said to Jesus, Remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Something happens to me every so often, and it happened yesterday. And it probably happens to a lot of preachers every so often. I had read, I had listened to podcasts, I had taken notes, I had prepared in the various ways that I am used to, and yesterday I had a sermon, and I was ready to go. I was ready to go for today. And so I was going to spend the rest of the day piddling around the house, getting some things done here and there, relaxing, maybe watching some football. And then all of that sort of came crumbling down. It came crumbling down. And I scrapped that sermon. And I started over. I started over because of the forgiveness that Jesus offers this criminal in our gospel lesson. I started over because I was reminded of, once again, my trip to Parchman with Bishop Sage a couple of years ago. Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. I've preached to you about my trip to Parchman a couple of times, and I'm going to preach to you about it a hundred times again. You may recall that the bishop and I went to St. Vincent's, which is the Episcopal Church at Parchman. And there in the Spiritual Life Center, we broke bread in the Eucharist with the inmates there. One person was confirmed. I assisted Bishop Sage as he preached and celebrated the Eucharist. And then we broke bread at lunch with the inmates who we had just worshipped with. And that was a good time to... <clears throat> to get to know one another, to, to talk, to converse, and to hear their stories if they were willing to share them. And then after that, we packed up the car and the Episcopal chaplain there at Parchman and Bishop Sage and myself, we went to Unit 29, Death Row. And when we went inside, we went to each cell and we talked to any of the inmates who were 
willing to engage in conversation with us, and we shared communion with them. And I was talking to one inmate, and he said, how often can y'all come back? He said, the, uh, the chaplains here, they aren't here that much. They don't come to death row that much. How often can y'all come back? We are sitting here waiting to die. We are the most ostracized people in society. Nobody cares about us. But we need preaching too also. We need forgiveness as well. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Today is Christ the King Sunday. It always falls on the last Sunday after Pentecost. You would think <clears throat> that our gospel lesson would be fit for a king. you think that it would be about a king who is mighty, powerful, victorious. A king who squashes enemies and anyone who would get in the king's way. That is not what we get. On this Christ the King Sunday, we return to Golgotha. We return to the violence and the bloodshed, the hate, the most cruel form of Roman punishment. We return to the crucifixion. We return to the mocking crowd and the jeering soldiers. Soldiers who divided the king's garments, cast lots for them to see who would take them home as a souvenir. That is the reading we get today on this Christ the King Sunday. A king who is broken. A king who is beaten. A king who is suffering and in agony. But we also get a king who while being crucified, who while hanging on the tree, forgives. Forgive them, Father, for they do not know what they are doing. This king forgives those who have driven the nails into his hands. And then this king turns to a criminal, turns to the most ostracized in society, turns to the one that nobody cares about. Not unlike that criminal I met at Parchment. And he says, truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Christ the King, upon the hard wood of the cross, stretches out his arms and draws the world to himself. The whole world. And offers mercy. Offers abundant grace. Offers forgiveness. Offers forgiveness to those who have crucified him, those who have beaten him, those who have mocked him, and those who he is hanging there being crucified with. That same forgiveness offered to those people 
is offered to that criminal at parchment. That same forgiveness offered to that criminal at parchment is offered to you, is offered to me. Grace upon abundant grace, love upon abundant love, mercy upon abundant mercy is offered to all of us. What does Christ the King's forgiveness look like? What does God's forgiveness for you look like? You may know that this past summer was my first time to be a camp director at Camp Bratton Green at Special Session 2. Special Session 2 is a week-long camp for those who have special needs. I have preached to you about this experience a couple times, and I will preach to you about it a hundred times again as well. So I took John Owen along with me. And so I wanted to sort of prepare him. I wanted to talk to him about camp. Because we had done the elementary two session the previous summer together. I wanted to prepare him, to tell him what this session would look like and how it would be different. And so I said, John Owen, I said, this, this camp, this week at camp, it's going to be different from last summer. I said, the campers at this session, they're different. You may notice some differences. And of course, in his childlike questioning, he asked a million things. And then Sarah walked in on the conversation and she said, what are you doing? Children his age see no differences. They only see a child like himself. You don't need to talk about this with him. He will be fine. And if they do notice a slight difference, they tend to gravitate towards children with special needs. They tend to take them under their wing. They tend to protect them. He will not even notice. So the last night of camp, we're all gathered in the chapel there at Camp Bratton Green, and we're watching the slideshow, the pictures taken by the photographer that day. We did that every night. We would sing camp songs. We were singing a very moving camp song. Jesus Christ is waiting. He's waiting in the street. John Owen, sitting in my lap, turned around to me, and he tugged at my shirt. And he said, hey, Dad. I said, yeah, what's up? Remember you said that there were going to be people different here. And I said, yeah, I did say that. And he said, where are they? I don't see them. And I said, that's right, John Owen. They aren't here. That is what Christ's forgiveness for us looks like. That is what Christ's forgiveness For the criminal at parchment looks like when Christ comes again, Christ the King comes again in glory to judge, which is something we should look forward to, to judge and to forgive, to make peace and make whole again. That is what Christ will say about this inmate. Where is he? Where is the prisoner? Where is the captive? Where is the convict? Where is the condemned? 
I do not see him. Where is he? Standing before Jesus Christ, that is what the king will say to this inmate. All of us standing before Jesus Christ as sinners, that is what Jesus will say to us. Where are the sinners? Where are they? I do not see them. Amen.